Traumatic brain injury. Traumatic brain injury may result anywhere between from a simple blow to the head to a penetrating injury to the brain. In the United States, around 1.7 million people suffer traumatic brain injury with older adolescents and older adults among the most likely to sustain a traumatic brain injury. The frontal and temporal areas of the brain are the main areas involved. Mild traumatic brain injury is also known as a brain concussion initially considered to be a benign event has galvanized tremendous attention for some of its adverse neuropsychological outcomes in civilians such as athletes as well as military personnel moderate to severe traumatic brain injury is a primary cause of injury induced death and disability in the united states it has an annual incidence of approximately 500 in 100,000 people however around 80 percent of all Traumatic brain injury cases are categorized as mild head injuries. Etiology. Mild traumatic brain injury or brain concussion usually results from closed head injuries. The incident where the head is being struck by an object such as a bat or a fist during a fight or when the head is affected by a nearby blast or explosion. Such injuries have shown to affect the structural integrity of the neurons. Epidemiology. The male-to-female ratio is 2 to 1. A private study of 1,084 individuals with traumatic brain injuries revealed that traumatic brain injury was a high-risk factor not only for post-traumatic stress disorder but also for other psychiatric disorders. Statistically, the Center for the Disease Control and Prevention has estimated that annually 1.5 million Americans survive traumatic brain injury. Among these, approximately 230,000 are hospitalized. In 2000, there were 10,958 traumatic brain injury diagnoses. In 2015, this number jumped to 344,030. Mortality across all traumatic brain injury severities is approximately 3%, yet morbidity is more difficult to estimate. Pathophysiology. The Monroe-Kelly hypothesis states that the total intracranial volume comprised of brain tissue, cerebrospinal fluid, venous blood, and arterial blood should always remain at a constant since the cranium is a rigid and non-expansile container. When an additional compartment is introduced, like a hematoma, there must be a compensatory reduction in another component in order to prevent intracranial hypertension. Cerebral perfusion pressure is defined as a mean arterial pressure. Intracranial pressure, when intracranial pressure increases, the cerebral perfusion pressure will be reduced and can lead to secondary cerebral ischemia and infarct. The goal of traumatic brain injury management is to prevent this secondary insult. The following are different types of traumatic brain injuries commonly encountered. Concussion. This is usually a mild traumatic brain injury without any gross structural damage and occurs secondary to a non-penetrating traumatic brain injury. It usually results from acceleration-deceleration forces occurring secondary to a direct blow to the head. It causes a transient altered mental status which can range from confusion to loss of consciousness. This cannot be diagnosed with a routine computed tomogram, CT scan, or magnetic resonance imaging, MRI scans. Special sequence MRI like diffusion tensor imaging and functional MRI may result in earlier diagnosis of concussion. Second impact syndrome. The initial impact is often a concussion, but the patient, often an athlete, starts to play without fully recovering from this and sustains another injury. This, there can be a rapid evolution of malignant cerebral edema ensuring uh, over a short course of time. Chronic traumatic encephalopathy. This is usually a delayed manifestation of repetitive mild traumatic brain injuries. This is common in athletes and can lead to psychiatric disturbances and suicidal behavior, attention deficits and derangements in memory and executive functions.
extraaxial hematoma. Extraaxial hematomas include both epidural hematomas and subdural hematomas. Extraaxial hematomas usually result from bleeding from the middle meningeal artery and its branches or a fracture and is usually acute. Subdural hematoma can result from bleeding of a bridging vein and can be acute or, or chronic. Contusions. Contusions, bruising of the brain can be a coup or counter-coup, contra-coup type. Coup concussions or contusions occur at the site of impact where a contra-coup injuries typically take place on the contralateral side of the impact, usually the basi frontal lobe and anterior temporal lobe. Traumatic subarachnoid hemorrhage. Subarachnoid hemorrhage is the most commonly caused by trauma and results from tearing of small capillaries with blood subsequently entering the subarachnoid space. It commonly occurs over the convexity, whereas subarachnoid hemorrhage secondary to aneurysmal rupture occurs in basal cisterns. Diffuse axonal injuries. This can underlie mild to moderate traumatic brain injury and potentially results from shearing, stretching, or twisting injuries to the neuronal axon to be stretched and the subsequent damage to the cytoskeleton may lead to axonal swelling, increased permeability, calcium influx, detachment, and axonal death. Diffuse laminar necrosis is typically seen on autopsy. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Some researchers discuss the role of oxygen delivered at superphysiological amounts in the treatment of traumatic brain injury. A study published in 2010 included closed head, head trauma victims with a GCS score of three to eight after res resuscitation without effects from paralytic, sedation, alcohol, and or street drugs. Hyperbaric oxygen uh, treatment began within 24 hours post-injury admission to a hospital for mild or moderate traumatic brain injury compared to the effect of hyperbaric oxygen to normobaric oxygen. They found a significant post-treatment effect in hyperbaric oxygen on cerebral oxidative metabolism due to its ability to produce brain tissue uh, oxygenation greater than or equal to 200 millimeters of mercury. However, in severe traumatic brain injury, it is not an all-or-nothing phenomenon, but represents a graduated effect. Some controversy still surrounds the use of hyperbaric oxygen therapy due to the limitations of studies such as lack of binding to the intervention, cost, time-consuming practice, and validity of the actual diagnosis of patients with reported traumatic brain injury and post-traumatic stress disorder who had subsequent involvement. Hypothermia. Studies have shown some controversy in the practicality of this practice depending upon the patient's characteristics, age, initial Glasgow coma scale, the presence or absence of pupillary ab abnormalities, and CT-based classification of the severity of the injury. In general, there have been an increased belief that cooling the body to systemic temperatures around 34 to 35 degrees Celsius helps reduce secondary injury to Im and improve behavioral outcomes. Studies have suggested that this occurs because the ability of hypothermia to suppress post-traumatic inflammatory response, in turn, preserving the, preserving the blood-brain barrier and reducing the number of cytokines released as well as glutamate. Medical measures to reduce intracranial pressure. Head, in, head end of bed elevation to 30 degrees, transient hyperventilation, hyperosmolar -osm therapy, Therapeutic cooling and medically induced comatose state are some measures to reduce intracranial pressure. Some patients will need monitoring of the intracranial pressure. Surgical measures to reduce intracranial pressure. This involves evacuation of intracranial hematoma or decompressive craniotomy. Differential diagnosis. Stroke, spontaneous acute subdural hematoma, Alzheimer's disease, anterior circulation stroke, brain metastasis, 
cerebral aneurysms, frontal lobe syndrome, hydrocephalus. Prognosis. Each year, nearly 52,000 deaths occur as a result of traumatic brain injury. Individuals who arrive with low Glasgow coma scale have the worst outcomes. Even those who survive have prolonged recovery and some are still left with residual neurological deficits. Complete recovery can take months or even years. Complications. Post-traumatic seizures, deep vein thrombosis, hydrocephalus spasticity, mood and behavior changes, gait abnormalities, cognitive decline, post-traumatic stress disorder, post-traumatic headache, insomnia.